Pentagon on board. Welcome to Con Air. Hi, and welcome to Bloody Good Screen Movie Club, the movie podcast that delves into the world of cinema to find the ultimate Bloody Good Screens. I am your host, Mark Goddard, and joining me yet again on my journey through film are my three film-loving co-hosts. Uh, from First up, from Groovy Movie Reviews, it is my former co-host of the Franchise Players podcast, Chloe Davies. Hello. Uh, my two other co-hosts from the Snakebot Horrorcast days, uh, first up, Nar Whitlock. Hello. And a man who is apparently Nick Cage's biggest fan, but they've never seen half his movie. <laughs> Marcus Wall. Hello. And yes, I have seen many a Nick Cage film. I don't know what on earth you're on about. How about Face Off? Have you seen Face Off? Uh, wait, that's not one of his films. <laughs> pay pay oh, the Ghost? Is. No, that's Face Slash Off, which was in 1997, of course. You've been saying the slash the entire time. 1997 <laughs> was a great off. year. <laughs> Oh, this is going to embarrass you a lot, isn't it, Marcus? Right, okay, cool. Nick Cage, I love you. <laughs> so this week, we are heading back to the 90s as we take to the skies with sexy hair and condom planes as we look at the 97 classic Connet. Sorry, did you say condom planes? <laughs> yeah, I thought you said that. What's a condom plane? <laughs> I'm going to re-say that then. <laughs> that, that that. <laughs> Ribs for so your this pleasure. Week... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So this week we are in. Oh, fuck you, boys. Anyway, I'm gonna take, take my headset off. I did. Okay. So this week we are into. Fuck off. It's definitely a head joke in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that is thinking with your head. <laughs> so this week we are going into the '90s as we take the skies with sexy hair and cons on planes. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there you go. But well, it's quite done, isn't it? <clears throat> cons on planes as we look into the '97 classic Con Air. So, I have to make you guys pick three movies. Um, and as Marcus is, uh, well, apparently was the world's biggest Nicolas Cage fan, he's not. Um, what are Marcus your three Nick Cage very good springs? Well, 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 Mr. Mark, I'm glad you asked, because my three top ones, I- I'm going to read them in order they came out, actually. So, I bet Con- one of these doesn't have Nick Cage in. <laughs> well, do you know what? Right. Conair is the first one, uh, out of just when it was released, and it wasn't going to be, but after watching it tonight, because well, I did watch it tonight, oh my god, it's amazing, and I love it, and it's just... oh. This this comes very close to my other film in terms of what describes Nick Cage as just what he is, and uh, the second one um, is Ghost Rider. Gotta love that. I think oh, that's yeah. probably one of the films that I watched that introduced me to Nick Cage, like fully. So you know, it's just a classic. And then all time favorite Willy's Wonderland, because that film is just Nick Cage, mm. just great. And that came out in twenty twenty one. So yeah. Cool, cool. How about you, Chloe? What are your three bloody good Cage movies? Firstly, I'd like to point out that you making me pick just three of his films is a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, see, Chloe is the biggest Nicolas Cage fan. I, I, know it, should have known, I right? am, because I went to the all-nighter. I survived it. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> um, I picked all Night Cage. The Rock, Face Off, good film. and Pig. But I'd also like to give a shout-out to Mandy, because... Every time I watch that film, it gets better. <laughs> Good choices. Pigs, apparently, a very I've not seen Pig yet. It's incredible, oh, yeah. and it has one of my favorite scenes of recent years in it. It's 
just so good. <laughs> nicely done, nicely done. Uh, for me, it will be very similar to what Marcus has said. So it's Willy's Wonderland, which I'm a huge fan of. We noticed when I reviewed it. Uh, Ghost Rider, because it was either that or Wicker Man. Uh, and Kick-Ass, because I really liked him in Kick-Ass. It's very good. Hmm. Uh, what about you, Noel? What's your three bloody good Nicolas Cage movies? Well, it's obviously Con Air. I'm not sure how many times I've mentioned Con Air on this podcast. <laughs> this is what we fucking do, isn't it? Yeah. In the hundreds. Um, uh, pretty much every episode. So that's my favourite. And then Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Wasn't going to be on this list, but then Marcus reminded me that it existed, and I love that film. And then third is obviously the Natty Trez one, is what us super fans call it. <laughs> National Treasure? Yeah, you mean? go. Natty Treasure. Yeah. Which one? One. Oh, Although two is good. What about three? They haven't made it yet. Oh. It's, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah, they have. Yeah, they haven't. National Treasure 3. So I'm Sorry, is right there now. a National Treasure 3? I believe they're making one. They're making another one. Oh, don't scare me like that, Marcus. <laughs> it says National Treasure 3, release date 2004 to present. That can't be right. Right, <laughs> if there's a third one, I'm watching it now. <laughs> We're going to have to convene. If there Sorry, is, I don't just... think Nick Cage was in it. <laughs> it it says Nick Cage movies on Google. Oh. This is really weird. I've typed in Natty Trez 3, and Google doesn't seem to know what that means. Hang on a second. I'm sending you the link right now. I'm sorry, Mark. I know you, this probably throws a you know, can of beans at you, but here we go. Ow, it's not friend beans. Yeah, sorry. There you go, sent. Click on it. Yeah, national treasure, the loving folk. No, it's not. It's not out. I've just Googled National Treasure no. 3, and it's just the covers from the first one with three written on it. Oh, Marcus, it? That's, 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 that's the porn version, Marcus. Stop it. Oh, God, I downloaded a wrong Nick Cage film. That's you not the Cage I thought he was in. <laughs> oh. although, although he did, did, a, did a very erotic vampire movie. We'll do that one day. Did he? I want to see Dracula mm. when that comes out. That does look good. Mm. That does look good. Cool. Right then, let's get straight into it. We are going to be doing this week the amazing Con Air. If you talk to my wife again, you tell her I love her. She's my hummingbird. But I couldn't leave a fallen man behind. He'll do that for me, won't you, Larkin? Sure I will. What are you going to do for me? What do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to save the fucking day. So Con Air, in short, is a story of a... Of, Con Air is a story of Poe, a former soldier in prison for killing a man in self-defense. After serving time, he hitches a ride on a plane full of cons for some fucking reason. Anyway, <laughs> 90s logic. Um... Being these are the cons being transferred to another jail. So when the cons take over the plane, he must find a way to stop the bad guys and save his cellmate, so he can see his daughter for the first time. So again, as I said in the last podcast, this is a spoiler-filled podcast. So we will be talking about the film in complete plot, even though there's not really much to spoil in this movie. But there will be spoilers, so do go ahead and watch it. It's on Prime in the UK and should be on Prime in the US as well. So let's start off with Niall, because you picked this movie and you've been sad about doing this movie for a bloody long time. What are your general thoughts on Con Air? 
Well, it's the cheesiest, most brilliant film <laughs> maybe ever made, ever. Um, the manliest manly film ever been madly made. Yeah, with love songs in it. Something. <laughs> yeah. I know. Just, <laughs> nice. Do you know what? I, was, I wasn't going to watch it yesterday because I was like, well, I've seen it a million times. I reckon I could just do it from memory. And then I was like, well, just on the off chance, I'll have a look because I couldn't be bothered to stand up and get the DVD out. So <laughs> I looked on Disney Plus and it's on there. So I bloody watched really? it again, didn't I? Oh, and I was like, oh, I'm so glad I did because I feel I feel happiness again. It's also um, Amazon Prime. <laughs> after, after three years of doing horror films. Yeah, three sentences, right? Explains this film. Mm. Are you ready? Yeah. Kids alive. Man running mm-hmm. through the desert. Sweet home Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> and we are on to a winner, my friend. You forgot mullet. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, a, and a cheesy love song at the start of it. And at the end, full circle. Yeah. And, oh my God, how good is John Malkovich as a villain? Mm. He is amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely amazing. Danny Trejo's in it. That's just got such good lineup of people. And it's really the weird because John Cusack is kind of rubbish in this film. Oh. Um, but I love him. <clears throat> but he's, it's weird because it's by far his least good acting. I don't know. Identity. I, no, that, no, identity's oh, brilliant. Identity. Mm. Do you not like Identity, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> I love that film. Yeah. Oh, this, this, this is Scream 4, but in reverse. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're going to do Identity one day, and we can team up, and we can both finally be on the same side. <laughs> I am definitely up for that. <laughs> Bloody good film. Ah, uh, fuck it, I'll do it. Um, and I haven't even mentioned Steve Buscemi yet. Like, oh, he's creepy, man. He's creepy, but he's literally, like, they get him out and he's like, Hannibal Lecter, and it turns out that he was literally just made redundant from work and just decided to kill everyone. <laughs> Honestly, you can blame him. Good for oh, him. That's <laughs> he comes up as a good, like, he's sort of one of my favourite characters in it, but then every now and mm. again he'll say something really fucking mental, like, he, oh, I drove through street, three states wearing a woman's face. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I used her head as a hat. Yeah, yeah. it's just so good. All of it. Just the coy smiley frozen when he does it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's it's the fact that they try and paint him out to be something else. You don't really know what his deal is through the whole movie, and it's just that he just killed a lot of people when he's in the inspired place. But they kind of paint him out to be a bit of a uh, child killer. It's just saying yeah. the nicest term. Um, and that was really heavily pushed, but obviously he wasn't because he just went to get out, you know, scared out and reinvent himself. So. That's why the ending, which spoiler alert, when he's he ends with him in the casino is just yeah. perfect. <laughs> and it, was that meatloaf in the in the casino? I don't know. There's a, there's a brief little cameo from meatloaf. I'm sure there is. He rest died in peace, today. Meatloaf, by the way. So rest in peace, meatloaf. Rest in oh. peace. Don't worry, I'm sure he went out like a bad out of hell. Way. Bad taste, bad taste. Anyway, Chloe, <laughs> your, your thoughts on Connor? Well, this is not only a critique of the American justice system, but it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just wacky and cheesy and macho as hell, and I love it. Like, 1997 was the best year for Nick Cage action films between this wow. and The Rock. I mean, you can't go wrong, and... I think Noel will be happy to know 
that this was nominated for two Oscars. <laughs> Did it win any though? I don't think so. It was nominated no for best song. Justice in this world. <laughs> Which song? Which song? Sweet Home Alabama or the other one? I can't remember. I think it was the, the cheesy one. And no. then um, it was also nominated for Best Sound Mixing. However, it was also nominated for a Razzie. <laughs> oh, and uh, wait till you find out why. Um, it was nominated for um, Worst Reckless Disregard for Human Life and Public Property. <laughs> because <laughs> someone did actually die on set. Oh, shit. Oh, no. um, yeah, and also they did actually destroy a casino. <laughs> oh, i just reading that. It was a special effects worker. Yep, RIP to the special effects worker. Yeah. And RIP to the casino. <laughs> Ooh, dear. So maybe it deserved that, Razzie. <laughs> maybe. It was earned. Although, I do love a power ballad. God, man. <laughs> Uh, I really like this. I didn't think I would be going into this, but it is such, like I said, such a macho movie. It's the manliest, manliest film that I've ever manly watched. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty manly. So manly. And that hair, man. That hair. Such beautiful hair. He had such long hair back in the day. Mm. This is like he's raising Arizona hair. It's, it's so, very you know. hillbilly, isn't it? Yeah, they keep calling, and that's why they keep calling him hillbilly for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Uh, it's hard. It's like I had the same complaint with Prom Night and Leslie Nielsen. He's always been quite funny. I can't take him seriously in a serious role. I've seen too much of non-serious Nick Cage to sometimes not take him seriously. You know, Bees, for example. Um, but he's such a good film and he does make quite a good action hero, which is weird. But back in the day, he was very big. So it's strange. Such great lines, and the cast is amazing. And you think the cast in this movie, uh, they get more popular later on. This is kind of their, their start outs, really. Apart from John Malkovich, who's more kind of 90s, late noughties, really kind of hit his, but like Thing Reams and, and actors like that, you can't beat them. Such, such a great film. I can't, can't say anything else about it. It's Do you amazing. know what? It made it. me really want. I really mm. want a James Bond with John Malkovich as the baddie. Why, why is he not cast as like Blofeld or something? Seems mad. Yeah. It would work. 100% would work. Yeah. Mm. Unbelievable. Nick Cage is James Bond. That's all. Yeah, see you there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Marcus? Um, I've just sort of been looking through the photos for Connor and I've just thought of something. This is basically at the Alabamian. Uh, Alabamian? Alabama is that a thing? Alabama? No. Alabanian? Alabanian. I like that. That sounds like a metal from a Marvel universe. (laughs) Shields made of Alabamian. What's the word for people in Alabama? There's there's many words, but I'll have to beep it out, won't Alabama Knights. People from the beat. Anyway, people from Alabama. It's just like a Rambo version of that. Just Cousins. (laughs) Rambo, but it's a family run business. <laughs> no, we're stopping that. <laughs> no, it's it's a brilliant film. I absolutely love it. It's got loads of action. It's like the um proper like American Hollywood kind of film where it's just explosions everywhere, unnecessary explosions, like a police bike going into the back of a truck, which was probably like when you count the speeds they're both going at, it's probably the equivalent of going in at about ten miles an hour. And it just blows up. It's like that just wouldn't happen. It would probably hit it and skid out of control. But no, it blows up, and it's like 
manly man nick cage holding on with both arms even though he's been shot through one of them and oh, i love that scene where he just carries on walking oh that like, nothing brilliant. happens <laughs> yeah literally like that's that was a that was the manliness right there. It's just sheer adrenaline. He's like, I'll show you who God is. And just boom, goes into it. It's That's great. my favorite line as well. That's so cheesy. When the guy's dying, which by the way, after this scene, he's then fine. <laughs> he's like, I yeah. don't believe in God no more. And Nicholas Cage is like, I'm going to show you that God it does exist. <laughs> so good. I think the insulin picked it. <laughs> he's like, oh no, I feel all right now, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> afterwards he's like, I should probably go to the hospital, and he's like, yeah, I think you should. <laughs> You'll survive because I said you would. <laughs> yeah. Is it just how random? The, like he rolls under that truck, and it's just an old guy under there. <laughs> I love that bit. He's like, easy for you to say. You don't gotta take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> It just comes out of nowhere. It's crazy. Amazing. That's what makes it great, though. It's just, it's I know. the sheer wacky cheesiness mixed with just actually, this is a really well put together film that I love. <laughs> the whole film, did you ever, do you remember the Lonely Island um, song, Cool Guys Don't Look at Explosions? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much just that movie. It is. I love Mark Wahlberg is wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> i do have to agree with you oh. not know about the cast though it, it's just amazing and john malkovich is the villain it, they couldn't have done that any better he was mm. just perfect throughout it casting is perfect on that film well they done whoever did that. in such an awesome way too like when they kind of introduce all the cons and it's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but for for a plane that doesn't hold many guns they had a lot of guns did <laughs> yeah yeah, where did they get those guns? I didn't there, quite get he, that. He bit. did say at the beginning that there was a small like arsenal in the bottom of the plane. Oh right. So they he did find it eventually. Small arsenal. They had enough guns for everybody. Yeah, they certainly did. And grenade launchers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it's mental. <laughs> Absolutely mental. Yeah. So it's not going to be the longest chat. Anything? Anything you guys want to throw in there as well? Oh yes, there is one bit. Um, mm. The uh, oh, what's his name? The guy that plays uh, the the Danny Trejo is that? Yeah, Danny Trejo. Yeah, yeah, the one who yeah. plays Johnny. Johnny twenty nine, twenty one. That's twenty nine. Twenty three. Twenty three. Sorry, yeah. Oh, we're all wrong. <laughs> Attempted twenty four. Anyway, um, <laughs> it was hilarious when um, Poe found him trying to you know get it on again with the lady, and he grabs him, smashing his head, and you can tell he's really trying to put the hillbilly accent on. He's like. That's not how you treat a woman. It's just, yeah. uh, he's just, you can't hold the accent, and it's great. Did go a bit Forrest Gump that bit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, it's just great. Explosions, guns, gambling at the end. That The guy who plays Garland, that's how I imagine uh, our friend uh, Baxter to be. Like, just for some reason, he's imprisoned. Just chilling out, you know, he's having a jolly old time, and and just after a bit of a sing along, he's just gambling away, winning loads. And one day he'll murder thirty people. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I really hope that he doesn't. Um, but yeah, he could. Who knows? Not me. Yeah, he would. Uh, You'll definitely cause that, Marcus. It's definitely going to be your fault. <laughs> this is the catalyst. <laughs> I've not only known you a fraction of the time, Bax has known you, and I'm already quite angry. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I believe the term is frustrators that we tend yeah, to use. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't mentioned the um, one of one of the best. Weirdly, I, I I don't know why I like this so much, but the bit where he pushes the body off the plane 
I was just and thinking then, about that scene. Yeah, <laughs> just a couple just getting annoyed at the bird crap on their car. <laughs> oh, I love that scene. It's so yeah. well done. They say it could be good luck. Yeah, <laughs> it was not. <laughs> That's probably my favourite scene. Just you know, just oh, it could be luck. Well, it did. It solved the case. It got got them into the onto the roots. It's very good luck. Yeah, they did a really good like. I don't know if you were writing this film, like you'd you'd kind of write yourself in a corner having it in one set, like on a plane. So mm. I think they did quite well to sort of get their way out of just having it happen on a plane. <laughs> Which mm. is one of the problems with snakes on a plane. Um <laughs> But you've had enough of them motherfucking snakes in the motherfucking plane. Yeah. That's the only one line that saves that film. Yeah. But uh yeah. There you go. Awesome. So I'm gonna to have to say, all right, I'll go straight to Nile first. Is this a bloody good screen? Uh, what do I say instead of unbinnable? A bloody good screen. What, what's the next one up? Uh, as far as I go, but you can go ult- the ultimate bloody good screen if you want. The ultimate bloody good screen. There you go. Uh, Chloe, for you? I mean, obviously a bloody good screen. Yeah, an ultimate bloody good screen. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, it's an ultimate bloody good screen for me too. Uh, Marcus? It is a fabulously good film. It is an ultimate bloody good screen for me as well. Sorry, I struggled that one. Ultimate bloody good screen as well. <laughs> yeah, unbin- unbinnable is probably easier to say, but I'm not going to do that on this one. I have a quick question for Marcus mm. and Mark. Are, are, you, mm. are you glad that I forcibly made you watch this? Yes. Good. Yes, I am. You're I mean, welcome. I, I wanted to watch it as well. I, I was so happy that someone else wanted to actually watch a film that I wanted to watch as well. It's great. I'm Thank honestly you. surprised that you hadn't seen it. I thought I thought it was just one of those films like Die Hard that just everybody in the world had seen. But I'd not seen Die Hard until we watched it for the podcast. Yeah, see, it's true. you're very yeah. weird. That I is, am colorblind, to be fair. So I, I don't see things the same as everyone else. So, To, yeah. to be fair... From 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 a from a household that tends to watch a lot of action films when I was younger, I'm surprised myself. It, it was in like the VHS books, you know, yeah. sets that we had. Just never done, just never watched it. Do you know what? what last it's mm. aged really well. Like it has. I wouldn't it say has. this was filmed in 1997. Like if you no, watch this, films is, this is a very 2000s movie. Really, it's, it feels like yeah. a 2000s film. I've definitely seen worse things filmed a lot closer to the time we're in now. Uh, mm. <laughs> Usually starring Dave Bautista. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So that is um, oh, like the screens all around. So that's amazing. That's so going to be our first one and probably our last knowing this podcast. Fairly likely. <laughs> we're going to ruin it. We will agree. <laughs> it's, really, so... it's really brought us together as a team and a community. It does, and I'm sure my next choice is going to ruin that completely. Can we watch <laughs> the baby again? Yes, we are. <laughs> that is my next choice. New podcast, new rules. Uh, cool. So, so that was Connor. Uh, so next episode, we're going to go a little bit different. So we've done horror so much, so stay away from horror now for a little bit. Um, I'm going to go with Niall. And we're going to do a little bit of an order go here. So we're going to go Niall, me, Chloe, and Marcus in the next few episodes. So Niall, what would you like to pick for your next episode? We're going back to the mid-90s, people, and we're going to watch Aladdin. 
stand in the nineties. I like this. Uh, cool. And we'll also be doing the next episode after that with my pick, and I'm going to pick something a bit modern, a bit more musical. Tick tick boom with Andrew Garfield. So there you go. Next episodes are coming up, and yeah, I'm interested to see what Chloe and Marcus pick for their choices as well. So as always, thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm going to have to do my my usual shout out to my sponsor here on Bloody Good Reads and Bloody Good Screen. That is Abominable Book Club. They are the book subscription service that bring the wonders of a haunted bookshop right to your door every month. They have two amazing book boxes. You have the Bare Bones box, which it has a brand new book, a possibly second, uh, a possibly haunted secondhand book, and a great magazine inside there as well. Or you can go for the Four Guts box, where you get the books, the magazine, some selection of goodies, including drinks, UK snacks, and gifts like the pins or bookmarks or keychains. Really cool stuff that they do at their apparel side of the business as well. So go and check them out using the code BLOODYGOODREADS to get 10% off your first box. And if you go to the description in the description below, you'll have the link to them as well. As always, I have been your host, my Goddard. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye from Chloe. Bye. Goodbye from Nine. Laters. And goodbye from Marcus. Toodles. He actually told us what the secret in the box was while we were off air. Box. And I, I'm blown away. I know. I know. Amazing. It's big, mate. It's big. It's very girthy as well. I didn't even know it was legal to send those through the post. I'm it's not. Uh, you gotta do it for you gotta do it through parcel force. They don't give a shit. I'm keeping mine in the car. It's just safer. Oh, that is true. I never thought of using it that way. Oh yeah. Don't get it wet, don't if you get too wet, it's just gonna shrink yeah, down. Yeah, that is true. That is a yeah. risk. Do you know what it mm. right do you know what? Have you ever did you not ever used to get the uh, the grow your own boyfriend or <laughs> Where are you going with this? Do you ever have those? You know, is this going to it... turn into how you lost your virginity story? <laughs> no, that's um, that's uh, something different completely. Uh, <laughs> back to Baxter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh no, I'm not going where um... my mind is going with that. Uh, no, it's like a bit like those. You um, you know, you add water to them, and they just they get bigger and bigger, and it, it gets to the point where it becomes. Uh, <laughs> you have to move house uh... <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. you just can't live there anymore. It's no room. <laughs> it's unpleasantly unmanageable. You, like you put that thing out in the rain, it just keeps going. Like unpleasantly unmanageable. <laughs> I've never heard that phrase, and it's my favourite now. Have you ever seen oh. Clifford the Big Red Dog? <laughs> right, now that boy's clearly eating his greens and he's got his protein, and look at him. Nah, can't be happy. Can, 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 can that be your next choice? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the shits that come out of that dog? You need to bring a carrier bag just to pick that stuff up. Oh, dear. Oh, I'm, I'm going to stop recording now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's it, don't ruin it. We'll just keep what we got.